Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Pentagon admitting orbs are real. That's correct. Pentagon is admitting that orbs are real. Now, some people call these things spheres, metallic balls, uh, the Mosul orb we've heard talked about. Whatever you want to call it, we know what they are. These typically are the sh- about the size of a basketball or beach ball, sometimes a little bit bigger. At night, they glow. In the day, we see them. Uh, they're metallic in color oftentimes. They're definitely not man-made. I mean, the things are flying at high rates of speed, up to Mach 2, doing all kinds of crazy maneuvers. And we've been talking about these things for years. And, of course, during that recent Pentagon uh, hearing that they had in Congress there, uh, Sean Kirkpatrick, the aero guy, famously said that nothing had been seen that you know that was that could that that would definitely be non-human technology. Well, that just sounds like a bunch of nonsense to me, and it seems like maybe now the Pentagon's talking out the other side of their mouth. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're just trying to create a limited hangout. Whatever it is, it seems as though these orbs have become so commonplace that even the Pentagon can no longer deny that they exist. It would be kind of like trying to say that birds don't exist or that cows don't exist. I mean, there's enough of them around. People just see them all the time. Now, the first article that we're looking at comes to us here from the hill.com, written by Mark von Rennemkampf, dated uh, September 8th, 2023. It says, the Pentagon's UFO office is sending cryptic alien message. And it goes on here. It says, last week, the Pentagon's new UFO office, the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, unveiled its long-awaited website. Tucked among the previously released graphics, transcripts, and videos is an important new document outlining the office's mission and objectives. Now remember, this comes on the heels of these congressional hearings. I'm not forgetting that Sean Kirkpatrick released a letter uh, really just um, going off on those hearings and talking about, you know, how it you know, they were personally insulted, blah, blah, blah. Didn't name David Grush, but boy, if you had been following the hearings at all, it sure seemed like he was talking about him. And this supposedly this this really, um, you know, critical letter was released, and I think on like a LinkedIn page or something. I can't, I could be wrong about that. And then somebody picked it up and released it to the wider media. Seemed like a really, uh, you know, over-the-top thing to do, in my opinion. But hey, what do I know? It goes on here. It says, while such alien and metallic ball reference might otherwise be chalked up to a crude prank, closer analysis suggests that there is much more than meets the eye. According to AARO director Sean Kirkpatrick, the most common observations claimed in the 800 reports received by his office as of late May are spheres 3 to 12 feet in diameter and a white, silver, or translucent in color. Two videos and two images of objects have been fitting this description, all recorded by U.S. service members, have emerged in recent years. In in a May presentation, Kirkpatrick described these perplexing objects in greater detail while presenting footage of a metallic spherical orb 
recorded by a surveillance drone over the Middle East. Of course, we all know about Jeremy Corbell releasing this. Uh, I think they call that the Mosul Orb. And how anybody could think this thing was a man-made object. There's, there's no means of propulsion. And how Kirkpatrick could sit there and show this and say, well, we haven't seen anything that can't be attributed to humans is beyond me. Now, referring to the object in the video, Kirkpatrick stated, this is a typical example of the thing that we see most of. We see these all over the world, and we see these making very interesting apparent maneuvers. Intriguingly, sensors have apparently observed such objectives. I guess they like the word apparent. Traveling at speeds ranging from stationary to Mach 2, or twice the speed of sound with no thermal exhaust detected. So think about that. These things, they can go from zero to Mach 2, 1,200 mile an hour. And they're telling us that they can do this with no thermal exhaust detected. So how are you creating that much energy without any kind of heat? According to Kirkpatrick, this highly anomalous range of attributes amounts, for, amounts to a UFO profile, a target package that Arrow is out hunting for. Out hunting for. Well, I'm not sure how hard they're hunting for these things, honestly. Importantly, many of the reports involving metallic orbs are based, quote, very much on, quote, multi-sensor observations, the gold standard of data and evidence. We've talked about this a hundred times on the podcast. The, the, the Navy's come out and said, look, we've had these things identified from the ground or from a ship. Okay, so you got a person on the ground, basically, or on the water there with a camera. At the same time, they're... they're recording this object with you know, photographically from the ground with radar from the ground also from pilots in the air all eyes on this one single object and from satellite imagery so there you go multiple multiple multi-sensor observations yeah people with cameras radar images airplane cameras gun cameras and Cameras on the satellites watching this. Even sometimes pilots carrying their iPhones photographing these things out the window. Multiple. Multiple eyewitnesses all taking pictures of the same object at the same time. Of particular note, the peculiar UAP performance characterized outlined by Kirkpatrick are identical to those described by former U.S. Navy fighter pilot Ryan Graves, who testified under oath during a July 26th congressional hearing. It also says... This invites an obvious question. How can spherical objects lacking wings or apparent means of propulsion remain stationary against strong winds or travel at the, high sp at the speed of sound? Moreover, how could they conduct such remarkable maneuvers without emitting any heat signature? I don't know. You might ask Stephen Greenstreet or what, Mick West, is that his name? They seem to have all the answers. They seem to be posting pictures, at West especially, posting pictures nonstop of the Tic Tac UFO and telling us how it's not a UFO. Maybe they, could, maybe they could explain to us why uh, a sphere that's 10, 12, 13 feet across with no wings, no visible means of propulsion that goes from zero to 1,200 mile per hour and maybe a couple of seconds doesn't have a heat signature, doesn't show any means of propulsion. Be interested to know if they've got a thought on that. It says, Graves, along with at least 50, 60 naval aviators, observed spherical objects capable of remaining stationary against hurricane-forced winds are moving at the speed of sound on a daily basis in 2014 and 15. 
Moreover, the mysterious craft remained aloft for extreme durations, far outlasting fighter jets. Well, that would kind of take care of space trash, wouldn't it? I don't think you're going to have a piece of space trash stay still in hurricane force winds. I kind of think that would take care of uh, pretty much any drone we know of. Does anybody out there know of a drone that can stay stationary in a hurricane force wind? Hmm. Encounters with objects, it says, capable of executing such highly anomalous flight characteristics date back at least 80 years. During World War II, American air crews reported observing mysterious silvery balls and silver-colored spheres, which was with more recent reports occasionally appeared semi-translucent. When observed at night, the objects termed Foo Fighters by the 1940s era aviators frequently appeared as glowing fiery red or orange balls. Foo Fighters. I've seen a couple of these myself. A, transfor- a transformational 1947 Air Force document, the Twinning Memo, states that the UFO phenomena reported is something real and not visionary or fictitious. Moreover, according to the memo, UFOs observed by aviators exhibit extreme rates of climb, maneuverability, and action, which must be considered evasive when sighted. This, the document states, leads to the possibility that some of the objects are controlled either manually, automatically, or remotely. Maybe these objects aren't objects. Maybe there's just some manifestation of these entities that we call UFOs. Who knows? Critically, according to the twinning memo, the most common UFO descriptions include circular or elliptical objects with a metallic or light-reflecting surface. Like recent descriptions of round metallic objects demonstrating no thermal exhaust, the 1947 document specifically notes the object's absence of an exhaust trail. Yeah, all these people talking about space trash and drones and everything else, where's the exhaust trail? Similarly, a 1952 CIA document describes the most common observed UFO characteristic as spherical or elliptical objects, usually of bright metallic luster. In September 1952, NATO conducted its first major naval exercise in the Atlantic Ocean. According to Captain Edward Ruppelt, then director of Project Blue Book, the U.S. Air Force's two decades long UFO analysis and eventually debunking effort. A journalist embedded aboard the USS Franklin D. Roosevelt aircraft carrier saw a group of pilots and flight deck crew watching something in the sky. He went back to look, and there was a silver sphere moving across the sky. The journalist, Wallace Litwin, ultimately took three photographs of the object. Initially thought to be a weather balloon, Ruppelt stated that naval intelligence double-checked, triple-checked, and quadruple-checked every ship near the carrier, but they could find no one who had launched the UFO. (laughs) Notice he says UFO and not weather balloon. The next day, according to Ruppelt, six British pilots flying a formation of jet fighters over the North Sea saw a shiny spherical object. As Ruppelt recounts, the pilots couldn't recognize it as anything friendly, so they took after it. But in a minute or two, they lost it. When they neared their base, one of the pilots looked back and saw that the UFO was now following him. He turned, but the UFO also turned. And again, it outdistanced the plane in a matter of minutes. Now, that's not a weather phenomena. That's an actual object or or some kind of phenomena or whatever that's appearing to these people. And it's a... It's interacting with the observer, playing cat and mouse, game of tag. You chase me, I chase you. 
According to Ruppelt, these daily encounters with silvery spherical objects caused the British Royal Air Force to officially recognize the UFO. Similarly, a December 1953 CIA document describes a Swedish newspaper report of an airline chief report and a flight engineer who observed a completely unorthodox, metallic, symmetric round object flying at high speed. Beyond these accounts, Rupert described numerous instances of U.S. military encounters with such objects. According to Rupp, fighter pilots serving in the Korean War reported seeing silver-colored spheres or discs on several occasions. The extraordinary consistency among such UFO encounters from World War II through the present is remarkable. It should come as a little surprise then that beyond the alien technology and the metallic ball imagery surreptitiously tucked away in a government document, the office's logo prominently features a silver metallic sphere. Perhaps most intriguingly, Kilpatrick recently co-authored a draft scientific paper hypothesizing that an extraterrestrial parent craft could release many small probes to reach the Earth or some other solar system planets for exploration. Now, I think that was done with Avi Loeb, as I recall. And funny, you know, Kirkpatrick, who could be open-minded to such a thing, would be so critical of the people that spoke in those recent uh, UFO hearings that were conducted by Congress. Now, the orb was mentioned in this article that we just looked at. So I want to kind of go over this AARO um, logo, if you will. You know, every government branch has to have their own logo, I suppose. They're their brand. And I'll post a picture at the Buy Me a Coffee website, and then uh, you can look at the link there, and I'll try to put up a picture on Twitter. Uh, as always, thanks to the folks that contribute on the Buy Me a Coffee site. It really helps. And if you go to Twitter, you can follow me uh, at WarningSubUFO. And while you're listening on whatever platform you are, just go ahead and hit the follow, subscribe button. It doesn't cost anything. That helps too. So I'm looking at this, I'm looking at this logo from... Uh, this all-domain anomaly research office, and the one that Kirkpatrick runs, or reportedly runs. And basically what you have is just a circle, and it's kind of a star field, and then in front of it you have the capital letters A-A-R. And then where the or's at, it's a it's a silver uh, O with a, basically a just a, it's an orb. So what what's the, you know, they love to hide these little things in plain sight. It's just... It's this uh, euphoria that they reach, I think, from hiding knowledge from us, hidden knowledge. It's this huge, huge thing. Guess it has been since the Garden of Eden, hasn't it? What did he tell you, what did he tell you not to eat? So here we are. We have this orb. And uh, while Kirkpatrick is in these hearings telling the congressmen that they don't have any evidence that there's anything out there that couldn't be attributed to being made by man. They've got no evidence of UFOs. While he's showing them a picture of this orb levitating over Mosul, doing things that no human-made object that we know of, at least, could do, well, they're hiding it. And right here in plain sight, they're hiding it on their lip, on their logo. There's this orb right there. And beyond that, this strange logo, you know, we've talked about the Space Force uh, logo on all the really... Um, cultish symbols on that. It really weirds them. But the actual motto that you would call it here with this with this AER thing, that's weird too. I, I found it on Reddit and I suppose you can find it in other places, but it says new AARO logo 
the universe is changing. So they have it written in Latin, universe mutavo, established, and then it has down below, but universe, the universe is changing. Now, what's that supposed to be? That just reminds me almost of this whole new world order thing. So are they trying to tell us that our concept of the universe is changing or that the universe itself is changing? That's, that's a little weird too. I don't know why they just couldn't put something out there to tell us what their job was and all of this. But you, what I see in Arrow is I see hidden knowledge and deception. We saw it at the, uh, we, we saw it at these hearings with Arrow uh, obviously not doing what they've been told to do as far as setting up a website. Finally got that up apparently. But just dragging their feet on any kind of real investigation, constantly telling us that, well, the vast majority of these things are can be attributed to simple things like drones or swamp gas or, the, you know, the, a satellite, whatnot, but not really getting into the meat and bones of what's going on here. And then we see their motto, okay, and it's the, it's the acronym for their agency on this background of stars, but the O has been turned into an orb the very orb that we were told that even though they're showing us pictures of it as it levitates across the sky in the middle of a war zone doing things that no man-made aircraft can do they're showing us all that and they're saying but this is not proof of a ufo made from some kind of extraterrestrial intelligence we just simply don't know where it came from but there's no evidence here that this couldn't be man-made really so china or russia put that orb in the middle of the war zone where the U.S. was conducting a war. Sounds reasonable. And then the motto of these guys is the universe is changing. Well, what's changing about the universe? And who gets to decide? Who gets to decide that the universe is changing? What's going on? How is it changing? Or are they talking about our universe changing? You know, we've got all these comments made by Louis Elizondo and Tom DeLonge about how Someday, the deep state is just going to enlighten us to what's been going on around here. And when they do, boy, oh boy, you're going to be happy to have Tom and Louie there to tell you what you need to believe because you're no longer going to, you're going to lose your religion. You're going to lose your whole way of doing things and thinking certain things because this alien thing is going to rock your world so hard. But lucky for you, Tom and Louie are there to guide you down the right path. So you see this hidden knowledge, that's the theme for this entire deep state operation. Hidden knowledge and deception. Well, what can come of that? Well, that, what can come of that is control over you and I. And they're not missing a beat. So while they're busy on the internet, slamming and slandering people, debunking people who are trying to put forth you know, sworn testimony that may or may not be correct to Congress. And while they're doing all that, they're showing you the very thing you've been talking about and telling you that it does not exist in the way that you think it exists. Do you see what's happening here? They're just shaping up this whole, this whole disclosure moment to where they can take complete advantage of every angle. It's going to be the biggest bust out we've ever seen, I think. So they reveal the UFOs, they could start with the orbs, and then they can form this parallel narrative around them. So we'll have no idea what's actually going on. But what 
whatever they show you, whatever kind of uh, excitement or panic that they create, they will use that in some way to gain control over you, to exploit you, to make us more cheap than we already are. Now, if we go back to this article here from the dailymail.co.uk, that's dailymail.co.uk, dated September 10th, 2023, they're talking about one of, the, one of, one of these uh, orbs uh, that have just happened. It says, exclusive striking video shows pulsating orb drop down from the sky and cruise alongside two FedEx pilots flying over Mexico that experts believe is a UFO with a plasma force field to deflect radar. So they're seeing these things all over the place. On March 19, 2020, two FedEx pilots flying a cargo airplane near Monterey, Mexico, saw a bright light drop down from the sky. The UFO stopped at their altitude, shot them with a beam of light, then moved in tandem with the plane for over 30 minutes before flying away. Mysteriously, the UFO did not show up on the plane's radar. The captain shot video of the encounter, which was analyzed in a report by the National Aviation Reporting Center on anomalous phenomena. That's N-A-R-C-A-P. I mean, how many of these groups do they have to have do this stuff? In the video, the captain can be heard expressing his shock at seeing a UFO, which he described as a brilliant yellow-white plasma object, teardrop-shaped. I thought it was a shooting star, but then it disappeared, the former Air Force pilot said in the video. Aviation experts tried to explain the light as the planet Venus and the pulsating as a deceptive effect from the camera autofocus adjusting its lens in the dark. Well, of course. However, the pilots told NARCAP, NARCAP, they saw the pulsing plasma-like appearance with their own eyes, as well as capturing it on camera. NARCAP Executive Director Ted Rowe told DailyMail.com that the pilot's account was very consistent with what pilots have been reporting for over 100 years. Now, that article originally appeared uh, October 26, 2021, written by Josh Boswell for Daily Mail. Look, these things have been happening. They've been happening for a long time. Now, whether ARA wants to recognize it and continue to tell us that these things are man-made, hey, that's a prerogative. But you can see that these things have been around long before ARO, long before uh, planes were invented or drones or anything else. The thing that concerns me most about this latest uh, uh, story concerning ARO addressing the orb phenomena is that they're trying to create a limited hangout where they can shape the narrative any way they want to. And the reason that they want to do that is to control you and I. The answer is not to post your stuff on Aero. The answer is to get your video, to get your uh, testimony of your experiences on whatever uh, reporting site you can get it onto, to talk about it, to share it, and crowdsource disclosure. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.